0: Well, good evening everybody. Welcome once again to the live webcast. We're back. We missed you all Yay. last week, but we were both travelling and uh it's uh yeah, it's good to be back in our own homes with our own families and uh thank you once again for joining us. Sorry for the slight delay then, but we just had a slight technical issue. We we hope we've ironed out. Um, but Barry, if you talk and tell us about Finland, we'll then discover if we've still got the crackle on your line. But so you're back from Finland. Yes, I
1: am back. Is there crackling in my voice, or does no, it sound? Good. That's okay. much
0: better.
1: Well, that's great. And then, you know, just kick me off again if I if I'm misbehaving technically. But yes, everything went great in Finland. I just uh, came back with from being uh, 13 days with my. My dear friend Pekka and Father Heart Ministries in Finland, and uh, yeah, did two conferences. Um, the first one was an open conference and the uh, first weekend. Second weekend was the Growing in Sonship um, weekend. So that was awesome, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's been it's funny because the the last internet was my first international ministry trip since COVID, and my last trip. Uh, before COVID was Finland. So kind of like bookends uh, on COVID, two and a half years of of not being able to travel. um, So that was good. You know, again, traveling now is a little bit more of a challenge uh, with uh, all the dynamics as as far as airports and delays and all that. But, you know, I'm home and you're home and I'm getting used to the timeline, timeline, the time zone that I'm in now. I'm up at 3 a.m. this morning but uh you know gradually i'm sure that i'll i'll get to my normal time which is 5 a.m. <laughs> 5 a.m. so that's not that that much of a difference so but how about and you, course, you there well, there?
0: Just, just before we, we we move on you of course had a um a very important highlight on your last was it your last evening in finland oh yeah tell us about yeah. tell us about that because we, we need yeah. to hear this
1: Wow. Okay. Yes. I'm um, and I, you know, I'm a good sport for sure. But, uh, uh when I was there, the, the Finland was hosting the world hockey championships. And of course, anybody who knows Canadians were pretty crazy about hockey. And I think if from what I saw, even, you know, just talking to my friends in Finland, I think Finland, Finnish people are as much, um, focused and excited about hockey as, as Canadians. So it just happened, you know, they were. They were hosting the the World Championships, probably about 150 kilometers away from where we were. And guess who was in the 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 gold medal game? It was Canada versus Finland. And so that was a Sunday night, my my last night in in Finland. So it it I mean the all the meetings were over by the time I, I was watching it in my hotel room. But you know it was one of those things. You know my my loyalties were divided from you know being a a, a long standing. Canadian hockey fan to being with my friends in Finland and they're hosting and it ended up going into overtime and in, in good on Finland, they won uh, in overtime and they got the gold medal. So I congratulated them on Facebook and uh, yeah, so that's, that's kind of how it is. And you know, what what's the chances that I, I said to Anne, when I got home, my wife, I just said, I don't think I would, this would ever happen again where yeah. I'm in a host country with in a gold medal game with us in the host country, so you know it's one of those things that you'll kind of remember for a while. How about you now? Back to you. I mean, you, I mean, I don't think England was in something and lost uh, while you were away, were they?
0: Um, well, we we got knocked out of the hockey tournament fairly early stage, which would be um, expected, I, I I think. But I did read that um, the next World Championships will be partly hosted by Great Britain, so wow That's interesting but very good um, i have no idea what sporting events took place while i was away because um i don't sort of follow that but anyway i was in uganda uh last week first time there for three years um i uh, went to motomioni which is the retreat center on the edge of the river nile beautiful place just stunningly beautiful very peaceful and i just spent a week with uh, ingrid and her team there they've had two years of lockdown like the rest of the world but it's been quite tough and challenging and the the team just needed a bit of revisioning and and it was just great it just felt like as as the week went on there was just life coming back and people's faces were changing their eyes were changing and it just felt you know very very positive just to sort of be able to sew into their lives as they are beginning to get going with their programs um, once again you know they've had two years where they've not been able to do any programs at the center they've not been able to do any youth schools at the youth center um, they've not been able to have people come through and it's been very very difficult and uh, they're just starting to have programs again so it was just very good very it was just great to be there with them and really just encourage them um, so it all went well and um, I, I flew out on the Saturday before, you know, week last Saturday. Um, my plane leaving Heathrow was two hours late, and I had a two hour, 20 minute connection in Doha. Um, so we made up half an hour on the flight, so I had a 40 minute connection. And when I got off the plane, I was told when I was on the plane that there would be someone waiting at the um, entrance to the plane to take me to my next flight. Well, when I came off the plane, there were people with signs from everywhere in the world but in (laughs) Teppi. So I legged it to a screen. I found out where the gate was. It was the other end of the airport. And I just legged it. I mean, I just ran like there was no tomorrow. And, you know, (sighs) and uh, I got to the gate for the flight to Entebbe I think uh, I was within the last five or ten people to get there and literally five minutes to spare um, got to Entebbe and of course you watch all the luggage going round and round and round and think, no 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 that's not mine that's not mine that's not mine and then because it's Africa uh, after a while the the belt stops and two guys appeared um, underneath the rubber flaps you know and they came and said, That's it, folks And I think, Okay. So my luggage caught me up two days later. Um which was, you know, bearable, not too bad. Um but fortunately on the way home, no problems, all, all well. Got home yesterday morning, um, after an overnight flight, straight home to the family with my three grandsons and had twenty four hours with them before they left for home this morning. So yeah. All good, all good, but it's action packed. It's fun, isn't
1: it? <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know, I, I mean, you know, and it just kind of for me, it was just, of course, because we're doing what we're doing together here and we've done it like this for so long. And then, you know, you know, both of Abba's boys are, you know, just going off at the same time in different, different continents, so it was uh. I was just kind of a very, I, I chuckled about that. And uh, I mean, and, and again, we're both fairly fresh coming yeah. back. I mean, I, um, you know, I arrived home late Monday night. And so I'm, I'm,
0: I, I think I got, uh,
1: when you, when you factor in the difference between UK time and, and Eastern Standard Time, I think I, I beat your home by about five, five or six hours. But <laughs> <Well, laughs> my mine, mine was an I don't like well, actually it ended up being an overnight flight. Um, in the sense it wasn't overnight but for my body clock it was you know yeah. cuz i think i got home at 6am um uh, finland time but uh, but we're back and you know we're going to talk about freedom and uh yeah and thank you you know and again i just want to say this because i i so appreciate everyone that that actually uh, comes out in, in you know every week and and of course some don't yeah. do it every week but i we uh, i think mark and i are just totally Blown away that you know after uh, 13 years of doing this that there yeah. are still people who want to, to actually listen and and again Mark you you get a chance to travel more than I do but you know even being in Finland and people coming up to me and talking about uh, you know they're on the webcast and, and and all that you know it just it just really means a lot so
0: yeah you know, thank yeah, everybody
1: anybody who's that. watching live or and again it's not just live but if you are watching the recordings afterwards which which there are more people that do that but we we do appreciate it
0: yeah yep we do so tonight we're gonna have a bit of a discussion on freedom um i've just got one or two thoughts i want to share and then uh, i'll bring barry back in and we'll just see where it goes is that okay barry sounds great mate do you want to pray for us my friend
1: yes thank you father that it is for freedom that christ set us free the, the love of freedom and so, as we just uh, hear your heart tonight, Abba, we just ask that, um, yeah, that it, that what we talk about and what we share, and even the essence of of you in us that is manifest that it would, it would just, um, yeah, I just see a picture of ripple effects, uh, kind of just going out like um, around the world, and it just wherever your sons and daughters are, whether they're listening live or afterwards, that. That freedom would come to each and every one of us in a new way, Father. That we just, you just love your kids to be free. So as Mark just shares what's on his heart and then, what we, you know, just our conversation and anything we do to pray, Father, we trust that you will lead us by your spirit. Trust that we pray for open hearts and, uh, yeah, just for even a really godly expectation that that uh, we will all step into a different realm of freedom tonight than we had when we woke up this morning so yeah. thank you jesus uh, for making all this possible and for declaring whom the
0: sun sets free, we'll free is free indeed you say yes. amen to that amen thanks barry i've seen a few minutes Alrighty. so yeah freedom i think this is such an important topic um and the thing is, it's, it's something that really eludes us. It's something that we really miss out on. Um, you see, I, I, I think there's, there's two parts of our inheritance that are really key. And there are two things that the enemy really wants to steal from us. One of them is a life of rest and the other is a life of freedom. And if the enemy can steal our rest and, and our freedom, then he pretty much makes us ineffective. But once we come into a place of freedom, once we come into a place of rest, you know, that's when we really can, um, I believe, really see change and transformation and, and things happen. And so, freedom is, is just so important. And, you know, as Barry's just said in, in his prayer, um, if the son sets you free you'll be free indeed you know and um where the spirit of the lord is there is freedom and you know these are just so such important verses for us and it's it it's it's um you know when we read john chapter 8 verse 31 to 36 jesus says you know a slave has no permanent place in the family but a son belongs to it forever and if the sun sets you free, you'll be free indeed. And you know that that tells me that as sons and daughters, there's supposed to be a freedom that comes into our heart. There's supposed to be a growing level of freedom that we live in, because sonship and freedom go together. 2 Corinthians 3:17. The spirit, the Lord is spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom see the spirit of the lord the holy spirit comes into our life comes into our heart and wants us to live in freedom he enables us to be free and to live in freedom you know and um, the holy spirit we read in galatians and romans it's the spirit that comes into our heart that enables us to cry abba so for me um sonship and freedom really go together they're they're just tied up the more we live as sons and daughters uh, the freer we will become that's not to say we won't have issues we won't have challenges we won't have struggles but there'll be something inside of us that will be free and that's what I want to talk about a little bit and then bring Barry back in so we can discuss this a bit together but yeah one of the things I've discovered about freedom and it, it really stems from that verse, Galatians 5, verse 1, which again Barry quoted in his prayer. It's for freedom that Christ set us free. And that verse used to really annoy me because, of course, it's for freedom. You know, well, why say it's for freedom that you've been set free? What else have you been set free for? You know, and I didn't really, it kind of annoyed me. It's kind of like, well, that's, a, you know, it's almost an unnecessary thing to say but then um, I was praying about it one day and I felt like the Father give given me a bit more of a, a bigger picture about what Paul was really saying in that verse. And to, to kind of um, just explain that for us, I, I want to go back to Exodus. Uh, Exodus chapter 2, verse 23, where uh, this is the story of the Israelite nation and they've... They're in um, Egypt and they've become slaves. You know, first of all, when they went to Egypt, they went there because there was a famine in the land. And Joseph was the prime minister of Egypt. And when his brothers came to Egypt for food, they didn't recognize Joseph, but of course he recognized them. And he tested their hearts and eventually they came to live in Egypt and he provided for them. But many years later, hundreds of years later, this family has now grown to be a big nation and they've become slaves because they grew too strong. And so the the, the, the current Pharaoh, um, he made them all slaves. But this is what it says in Exodus 2, verse 23. During that long period, the king of Egypt died. The Israelites groaned in their slavery and cried out and their cry for help because of their slavery went up to God. God heard their groaning and he remembered his covenant with Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. So God looked on the Israelites and was concerned about them. Then in chapter three, verse seven, the Lord said, I've seen the misery of my people in Egypt. I've heard them crying out because of their slave drivers. I am concerned about the suffering. And now the cry of the Israelites has reached me and I've seen the way the Egyptians are oppressing them. So now go, he says to Moses, I'm sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. And then in verse 17 of chapter 3, I've promised to bring you up out of your misery in Egypt into the land of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites, A land flowing with milk and honey. And there it is. There's the promise of freedom for this nation. And what really struck me when I read that account is they had to be set free from something in order to be free to be something or to be someone. They had to be set free from their their prison of Egypt in order that they could be free to enjoy the promised land. And that I believe is so true. That speaks so much to me about the freedom that the father wants us to enjoy. That, And that's, that's how I now interpret Galatians 5 verse 1. It was for freedom that Christ has set us free. And the way I, I interpret it now in the light of this story this revelation i I saw something in, in exodus is it is it is for freedom for us to be and live as sons and daughters it's for freedom to be sons and daughters that we were set free from the life of sin and the life of slavery you see we're always set free from something in order to be free to be someone. One of the, the saddest things in, in this country, and it's probably the same in many countries around the world, is the the reoffending rate uh, for prisoners. Um, 34% of the prisoners released in the UK uh, will re-offend within 12 months of being set free from prison. 34%. That goes up to 75% within five years. So 75, three quarters of the prisoners that are released from prison in the UK, three quarters of them will reoffend within five years. Those are terribly sad, tragic statistics. And I think, you know, one of the, the reasons why is when people are released from prison, you know, they can stand outside the prison building and they can look at the prison and they can say, look what I've been set free from. You know, I've served my time. I've, I've, I've done, you know, my sentence. I'm now free. I'm free of prison. I'm free of that cell. I'm free of the prison food. I'm free of one hour exercise a day. And they can stand and look at that prison and say, that's what I am free from. And of course, that's true. That's a great freedom to be set free from prison, to be released from prison, it's a great freedom. But if all they do is look at the prison that they've been set free from, eventually I believe they get sucked back into it. See, what they don't do is they don't turn around and look the other way and say, yeah, that's the past. I've been set free from that, but what have I been set free to become? Who have I been set free to become? And the sad tragedy, I think, of um, released offenders is they don't have any vision or any purpose for what they want to do with their life going forward. And so they get dragged back into a life of crime. And I I think it can be similar for us, that we can... We can stand outside of the prison of our sin. We can stand stand outside of the prison of of that slavery, that orphan-hearted way. You know, we've been set free from that, and and that's so good. But if we don't turn around and say, "That's the past. That's what I'm free from. What am I free to be? Who am I free to be?" you know if we don't make that decision to to turn around and walk in a different direction then i believe we can quite easily get sucked back into the life of slavery which paul talks about in galatians you know you're no longer slaves you've been set free you've got the holy spirit that enables you to cry abba you know and it says don't turn again don't fall back into a life of slavery and For me, this is such an important point, um, such an important thing for us to understand, is that being set free from something is only half the story. The other half and the more exciting half and probably the bigger half is we are actually set free from something in order to be free to be someone and so when I talk about freedom I don't want to talk about what I've been set free from which is wonderful and great I want to talk about what I've been set free to be who I've been set free to be I want to talk about the the freedom that comes into my heart as a son that I'm called to walk as Jesus walked to live as Jesus walked I'm called to live that life seeking the Father's will and only doing what the Father has in mind. You know, I, I've come to realize that a free heart is not someone who does what they like. That's not freedom. You know, we we can look at the super rich and um, celebrities, endless money, you know, billionaires, um does that buy them happiness does that buy them freedom no it might buy them a private jet it might buy them a nice holiday but doesn't buy freedom for their hearts and in fact the super rich are probably amongst the most despairing people on the planet and that's very sad that's very tragic that they've got all of that money they can do what they like but they're not free so freedom is not the ability to do as we 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 wish you know in the UK, I, I use this illustration because I think it, it, it helps. In the UK, we drive on the left-hand side of the road. I know many of you other people in other countries, you drive on the right-hand side of the road. But the same would apply, what I'm going to say. We drive on the left and you know, every time I get into my car, I in theory I have a choice to make you know which side of the road am I going to drive on I am free in this country I am free to drive on the right hand side of the road which for us is the wrong side you know I'm free to do that I'm totally free to do that but if I do it's going to have consequences you know, pretty serious ones, you know, with, with, before going a few hundred meters I could have an accident, I could, I could injure people, I could kill people. Um, so I'm free to do that. But because I've, I know that we drive on the left, and because that's how I've always done it, and probably always will do it in this country, you know, I, I know that is, is something I have to comply with for my safety and for other people's safety. So, yeah, I'm free to do what I like. But if I do, it's going to have consequences. And, you know, that's, that's not the freedom the Father is promising us. I, I really believe that true freedom is a totally submitted heart. See, that's what Jesus had. Jesus had a totally submitted heart to the will of his Father and that total submission was what gave him total freedom see that is so completely different to the way the world thinks the world doesn't believe that submission leads to freedom but the kingdom, in the kingdom that is the the doorway to freedom is total submission to the will of the father and so That's the first thing that I really wanted to say about freedom, is that we are always free from something in order to be free to be someone, in order to be free to live in the freedom that the Father has for us. The fruit, the second thing I want to say about this is the fruit Of a free life is in Galatians 5, the fruit of the Spirit love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, self control, faithfulness all of those things they are the fruit of a free life. When we are totally submitted to the will of the Father, when we're totally living in that spirit of sonship, where the Spirit within us cries Abba, where the Spirit within us sets us free, the fruit of a free life is what we call the fruit of the spirit love, joy, peace etc you see that's the promise that the father has for us is that when we live in the spirit which is the spirit of sonship we will produce the fruit of that spirit because we are being transformed from one degree of glory to another and so you know we don't My encouragement is don't strive to produce the fruit of the Spirit, but just let it grow within you as you live this life of total submission to the Father. And you will surprise yourself. You will be surprised by the fruit you see in your life. There's some beautiful promises in scripture which I just want to mention um, and you've probably heard me mention these verses before but Job 36 verse 16, Job writes this, he is wooing you from the jaws of distress to a spacious place free from restriction to the comfort of your table laden with choice food. And that's I believe a promise that the Father has for all of us is he wants to draw us away from the jaws of distress into a wide open space um, and in that wide open space there is the comfort of a table laden with good things the word that's used there wooing it's a very romantic word you know he is wooing you away from a place of restriction and is drawing you with love into this place that is wide open and so I just encourage you to give yourself to find the wide open space and the, the last thing I just want to say about freedom before I, I bring Barry back in a, in a minute is you know I started off talking about the, um, the people of Israel who become slaves in Egypt. And the, the father says, God says, I'm going to, br- I've heard your cry. I'm concerned about you. And I'm going to bring you out of that place into a land flowing with milk and honey. And what I simply want to say about that is, um, originally Egypt was a place of freedom and provision and blessing. But it became a prison. And there are seasons in our life where we can come into a new place of freedom. My caution is, don't let that place of freedom turn out or end up being a prison. See, Egypt was good at the beginning. Egypt was a place of blessing, a place of freedom, a place of provision. It was a place of safety but it became a prison. And it's very easy for us to settle and what was once a place of freedom can become a prison. And the way we stop that happening is by just continually allowing the Father to speak to us, seeking fresh revelation, seeking to go deeper and deeper into the Father's heart so that we constantly discover more and more and more of what we have been set free or who we have been set free to to become so i'm just going to bring barry back on and um we'll just continue this discussion together so barry you've add gone add your thoughts tell us tell us what freedom really is <laughs>
1: Well, I, what you said was great. I, uh, I say amen to everything you said. We're we're in lockstep with all of this stuff. I think one of the the things that um, you said, which I, and I it was a scripture that I, I looked up while you were speaking, because I, I felt like you know it is important for us to talk about freedom in the way that um, it's not just about what I want, you know, and like I want to do what I want. I don't care what it, how it impacts anybody else. That kind of thing, right? It, it feels, and it, it's just like in in essence the freedom that god has for us is the freedom that uh and i like how you said that having a submitted heart right because because it, it actually then it 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 doesn't become like self-centered selfish uh you know i, I don't mm. care what you you know how who i hurt type of thing in first corinthians 8 uh verse 9 it says it is talking about freedom it says uh, uh but you must be careful so that your freedom does not cause others with a weaker conscience to stumble Right and that, and so when I was thinking about that it's just like uh, how how uh, in a sense like Jesus when you think about when he 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 in Philippians two it talks about how he humbled himself and he be, he took on the form of a servant and he did not you know consider equality with God something to be grasped but he he just he he had this heart where it was like he had rights right mm-hmm. he was the son of the living God mm-hmm. seated at the right hand of the Father you know in all things. Uh, consist in him, like, but he actually, for love's sake, uh, actually it 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 totally caused him to to lay down those in the sense of God rights and become a God man. And you know, when I, so when I think about freedom, if the Father wants us free, He wants us to be who He created us to be. He wants us to dream impossible dreams. He wants us to. To to really be uh, thinking outside of those barriers and boundaries, like oftentimes when I think of freedom, uh, because of what Jesus said, right, whom the Son sets free is free indeed, is that we are free, but uh, there's no there's no uh, prison door in, on ourselves because uh, we're free. Jesus blew out the doors when he died and rose rose again, and we, you know, entered his kingdom. But it's just like it's that mindset again. Like when you were talking about the prisoners, um, and how they, you know, seventy-five percent in five years can reoffend. You know, that's a that's a high number. And you know, one of the things that um, I've heard about why that happens. Is that uh, oftentimes people have a hard time with freedom. They have a mm-hmm. they because they, you have choices now, right? <laughs> when you're when you're in a in a prison cell, it's predictable. Uh, you know, three square meals a day. You get your walk in the, the yard, and mm-hmm. you know, even though you are in prison, that you know it is something. There's a a familiarity. I won't say a comfort because it isn't a comfort, but it, there's a familiarity, a predictability. And, you know, as, you know, you talked about going into the open spaces, I think the open spaces are such that, um, you know, when, we, when there's so many choices, do I go left? Do I go right? You know, do I lie down? Do I run ahead? And, and so I, I think, you know, the more that we are able to, you know, kind of have the courage to, to, to actually say, Father, I want to be free. And, and what does that mean? And of course, understanding that the, the, the revelation of, of love that the reason why God wants us free, and of course it's for freedom's sake, but like you said, you know, it's, that's obvious, but it's cause he loves us. And he, he wants us not to be in a place where we are shackled, you know, with, with our own, um, bondage, you know, and, and of course with the, the bondage of sin. And, and it's like to being able to come to a place where we don't let our our liberty you know cause others to stumble right we we like jesus we begin to to walk in that freedom but then with, oftentimes we will lay down our life and uh, sacrifice our own rights uh for the sake of one another and you know i was thinking of first corinthians 13 um starting at verse 4 and just this is the this is the description of love and so i think even in the in the context of freedom living a a free life it's just like when you talked about the fruit of the spirit right then it's it's like this is the filter system in Mm -hmm. which we we uh can live a free life right and love is patient love is kind it does not envy it does not boast it is not proud it does not dishonor others it is not Mm self-seeking you know there you go it is not easily angered it keeps no records of wrong uh, love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perv- perseveres. Love never fails. And so, I I really believe though when when the Father and His amazing love just overwhelms us and and permissions us to maybe think outside of the boxes of our own prison cells, our own understanding. I think it's it's amazing, you know, because I, I, when you think about you know Romans twelve. Where you know, verse one says, you know, do not be um, in view of God's tender mercies. Uh, present your bodies as the living sacrifices, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable act of worship. And then he says, and do not be conformed to this world, but transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will know the acceptable will of God. And so then, you know, it, when we talk about this freedom that you're, you, you know, so did such a great job of explaining. You understand that that transformation and you know the greek word is uh, the root is metamorphosis which is really talking about the transformation of, of a caterpillar becoming a butterfly and i think and and so in essence this is this i guess this is my thought what does freedom look like you know you know you talked about the egyptians you know what's the difference between a caterpillar and a <laughs> butterfly I mean the same being, right? The same DNA, but something happens in the transformation process. And you think about the perspective of, of a caterpillar, you know, kind of uh, roaming around on the on the the blades of grass, and that's as high as they get. And then yeah. the perspective of, of a butterfly that can, you know, go anywhere. And of course, I don't, I'm not sure if you have butterflies like this in in England or in Europe, but uh, we have what's called monarch butterflies, and and they're known to travel in in a, in a season from Mexico up wow. to the States and Canada. I mean, that's a long way. So you think about how far could a, a Caterpillar get, you know, going, you know, it would take a long time to get to Canada from Mexico. So I, I think that there is something in the, the heart of the father that when love comes it permissions us, but it, it, it humbles us in such a way that it's not about us demanding our rights and you know, and I think that's where when what you were saying, it's it's so powerful understanding that, that walking in freedom doesn't mean a self centered life. Mm-hmm. It it it's actually in essence it's the opposite. Then, you know, we, we have the freedom to uh lay our lives down and and not demand our rights for love's sake, just like God has I mean not only has done but he continues to do in the way he loves us. So anyway, that's I hope that, that it sounded like maybe a bit of a preach, but that was my <laughs> response, bro.
0: Yes, yeah, good Barry, thank you. I think you know we're made in God's image, and of course God is totally free, isn't he? And so if we're made in His image, then freedom is what we were you know that's what we were born to be but kind of you know we all know it's got lost along the way somewhere but um, I think the, the greatest gift that God gave us in, in in creation was the gift of free will because and that's a huge risk. God, I mean, God took a risk, didn't He? You know, when He created us with free will, that's a risk because you, you know you can either take the right choice or the wrong choice, and we all know what happened. <laughs> but that has to happen. We have to have that gift because without that gift, um, we wouldn't be able to love. Because love always is 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 a choice. Love is always us exercising our free will. We choose to love we 're not coerced to love, yeah, and so you know God wanted us to have the freedom to choose to love him, to choose to walk in his ways and um, you know we all know the story, of course, Adam and his wife they they didn't choose that they chose another pathway but love always gives that choice and Gandhi said this um, I think it's it's quite a lot of wisdom in it Gandhi said freedom is not worth having if it doesn't give you the freedom to make mistakes and um, you know we all make mistakes don't we we go through life we all make mistakes things happen we make the wrong choices and yet that's actually, you know, one of the things I think we can, we can sometimes feel is that our mistakes disqualify us. And that's our experience, mm-hmm. that's been our experience in the world, that's been our experience in churches, that, you know, we, we make a mistake and we're, we're written off, we're disqualified. But actually the, the father never disqualifies his, his children. Yeah, yeah, we've used our freedom and we've we've perhaps made the wrong choice. But the Father is always wooing us and drawing us back to Him. And the thing that I've realised is, you know, our mistakes do not disqualify us. They, yeah, we can learn from them. You know, and the Father wants us to learn from them. Yeah, but we're never written off. And you know, I just want to say maybe by way of encouragement, maybe this will speak to um, to a few of you guys, is, you know, if, if you've made a mistake and you're living in the condemnation of that mistake, you know, mm. and you kind of think, oh, you've blown it, you know, um, you've used your freedom and you made a mistake and you're feeling condemned. I just want to say to you, the Father does not condemn. There is no condemnation. In no. Christ Jesus, for the Spirit of the Law of Life has set us free. And you know, I just want to say, if, if you're in that place of feeling condemned, you know, just allow the Father, just bring it to the Father, and allow Him just to speak again. And uh, you know, yeah, there may be lessons to learn, there may be consequences, but He is loving. And he will draw you back into that place where the condemnation and the shame can go, and yeah. you can step out again in in your freedom um, because you know that happens to us all at different stages of our life at different seasons, and we kind of feel like we 've blown it, but you know that is that is the consequence in the sense of freedom it It gives us the choice mm. to make mistakes it gives us the ability to make mistakes but it also gives us the the opportunity to choose the path of life um, I just yeah. the other day when I was in Uganda I, I just prompted to, to talk about um, Jeremiah 6 verse 16 you know stand at the crossroads stop at the crossroads pause you know don't be so busy with life that you miss the crossroads but stop at the crossroads and ask where the ancient way is and walk in it and that will give you rest for your souls and you know I just feel there are times when we just need to stop we need to pause and we need, we need to say Father where's the path? <laughs> where's the path? and it might not be the highway it might be a bumpy old country pathway but if that's his path for you take it because that will be the path of life and when you walk that way um, you know when you choose the ancient paths it's a path that will always lead you to freedom. And the sad thing about Jeremiah 6.16 is you know that you know God gives this instruction to the people stop at the crossroads, choose the ancient ways and walk in it and you will find rest for your souls. The very next sentence is but you chose not to. And that, that's very sad you know and my encouragement is let's just pause and just look for that path of freedom that path that leads us into life let's not be like the people Jeremiah was talking to who couldn't make that decision maybe the other path looked a bit more exciting, a bit faster a bit smoother But the father says just stop and ask ask where the the ancient path is because that is the way that leads us to freedom and um, You know, sometimes the most popular way is not the the way that brings freedom to our heart. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I just encourage you to just take that opportunity because whenever you walk in that path of life, you begin to experience what Jesus said in John 10. You know, I've come that you might have life and life in all its abundance. And to me, that is freedom. You know, that's freedom. Mm -hmm. That life in abundance that he promises us.
1: Amend to that, and you know, in John ten ten, when he and he said, "The thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy," but I've come to give you life and have it to the full. The, the for what I understand, the Greek word for destroy is render useless, wow. and yes. so it's not even destroy in the sense. It's it's just like the enemy's, you know, his strategy. Mm-hmm. And in, in in essence, you know, like he's terrified. Of you and I, not because of our greatness, but because of our union with Jesus. And so when he sees us, he sees God himself (laughs) reflecting through us. And we don't necessarily, you know, most times I think we, we probably miss that. You know, we get so focused on our own shortcomings that we really don't know um at the core of our being that we are joined with Jesus forever and when you know we are in Jesus and Jesus is in the Father so the Father is in us and and so this rendering useless and this is where you know the when Jesus talked about the the father of lies in John 8:41 to 44 he said that when he lies he speaks his native language and so you know he's always trying to twist and 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 just um distort our image of God and, and who God created us to be, and he you know he is a master legalist and he, he knows the scriptures better than we do. and even Jesus you know when he came out of the waters of baptism, right and, and after hearing the affirmation from his father, he immediately he was into the wilderness and after after uh, you know forty days of fasting, then the the, the tempter comes to him. And what does he even tempt him on? it? But his identity, his sonship, right? The Father sent him into the wilderness with, this is my son whom I love and whom I'm well pleased. And then what does the enemy do? If you are the son of God, prove it. Mm -hmm. And so I think this idea of coming into freedom and and not listening to the lies of the enemy and, and they say, well, you know, who, like, in essence, like, how can you say you're a son of God? You know, what did you do last Wednesday at three o'clock when you had a, a discouraging thought? You know, he just tries to, to, uh, ensnare us again. And you know that's why Paul said, like don't get entangled with the yoke of slavery, don't go there again, yeah. stay free and I think that's where you know when we know that where the spirit of the Lord is, there is absolute liberty, there is absolute freedom and 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 like mark what you said is amazing like you know oftentimes when we are free we're we're free to make mistakes and and you know I think some people are afraid of that you know they yeah. it's 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 like again the predictability of being in a prison cell, and I just think even tonight the Papaagits wants to free us to to actually have the courage to permission ourselves to to uh yeah just make free choices and and you know even even the prodigal son in the story he he made some deliberate bad choices i mean it wasn't like he made a mistake, yeah. he actually was intentional about saying, I want my inheritance, I want it now.' In essence, he was saying, I wish you were dead. I want my money. And yet, what did love do? The father actually gave him. He, he had every legal right to not give his son the inheritance, to actually beat him for such a disrespect. But, you know, he actually, in a sense, financed his son's rebellion by giving him his inheritance premature. And and even when he, you know, takes the wrong path, ends up in a pig pen, you know, thinking, what am I thinking? Even when he came home, he didn't come home with any great noble uh motivation like he didn't say well i i shame you know I, I humiliated my father i you know i just i i just want to get right with my dad he just said well the servants eat more than what i'm eating so maybe i can become a servant and yet the father is so he is so optim um opportunistic in the way that you know any heart that turns toward him he is just all over that And he runs to us and he, at every, every chance. So, yeah, I just encourage you, you know, maybe when we transition into prayer, that, that if there's any even, um, maybe you're at a place where, uh, the, the scary place of the open spaces is a bit scary for you. It's like, I, what if I make a mistake? Well, you're loved in it. Just, you know, do your best. I mean, oftentimes when I, when I talk to people and they, and it's, it's almost even hindsight. They said, "Well, I made the wrong choice," and I just said, "Okay, so at the moment when you made that choice, you know, were you really trying to make the right choice?" Well, yeah. yeah. Well, that's that's all you can do at the time. It's okay, you know, and and let God redeem that in whatever way He does. So, anyway, I I yeah. think that's. I, I hope we can get to to encourage people about that.
0: Yeah, sure. I just just finish with a little quick story, and then then let's let's pray together, Barry. But um you know romans 8 verse 18 it talks about creation is waiting in eager expectation for the sons of god to be revealed it's like it says creation was subjected to frustration not by its own choice but by the will of the one who subjected it in the hope that creation itself will be liberated from its bondage to decay and brought into the freedom and glory of the children of god you know a powerful verse about you know the, the transformation that can take place in creation when we live as sons and daughters now you think, how is that connected but it 's just somehow as we become free as we live free we 're going to affect creation around us and I heard this wonderful story in Uganda um, of you know someone came one of the schools there their life was transformed went back to their village and you know they were living in quite quite extreme poverty you know didn't have very much didn't have anything and had a few cows and these cows produce milk but not very much and so this this person came home from the the father heart school and thought well if i'm free if i'm a son and if creation is going to be transformed by my freedom Then I'm going to speak to my cows and tell them how lovely they are and how wonderful they are. And that's what they did. He started speaking to his cows and saying, You cows are lovely, you're marvelous, you're wonderful, I love you so much. And do you know what? Their milk yields tripled. You know, just instantly, overnight, the next day. That's amazing. You know, that little bit of creation uh, found freedom. And was able to provide more financial support for the family you know and you think isn't that just the father isn't that just what he does you know and i just think you know there's going to be stories like that and um you know you and i are going to be the ones telling them from our own experience so why don't we just pray barry just for a greater freedom for all of us you know me and you included <laughs> start with us eh? absolutely. And, you know just oh, the glorious freedom of the sons of God to be revealed freedom to be revealed yeah. in our hearts that we know what we're set free from yeah. and we know what we're free to be so father we just thank you that you want your children to be free And I just pray, Father, that for all my brothers and sisters watching this video, Father, that there would be just an incredible sense of freedom in our hearts. That we would realise, we would know that the Spirit has set us free. That the Spirit has set us free. And and this, this Holy Spirit is a spirit of sonship. It's a spirit of freedom. It's a spirit that enables us to cry, Abba. What you really are my dad and just this revelation of freedom would lead us to submit our hearts to you in a greater way that we would find yes. freedom in submission because Father that's, that's when we come to rely and depend on who you are rather than on our own strength and our own striving and our own performance so Father I just pray for the joy yes. And the freedom to come into
1: our hearts tonight. Amen. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, Father. Yeah. yeah, Father. We we just thank you that um, I I just get this picture of a little little uh, two year old just trying to walk and and making choices and stumbling and falling and getting up again and and just the parent is just so loving and so encouraging. So so patient and just saying you can do it you can do it i believe in you and i believe that's what you're doing to us father that you know just even in in this the choices that we make. made you know so many times people want to know what your plan is for them and they're afraid to make a mistake in their own um, their own journey and i just i just feel like the father just really wants to encourage you tonight that yeah, just follow your heart, you know, open your heart up to your dreams, and don't be afraid to make a mistake. And if there are mistakes, there's there's grace for that. There's mercy, there's forgiveness, there's restoration, and just go for it. And so, Father, we, yeah, I just pray that by your Holy Spirit, that each and every one of us, including Mark and I, that we would just come into a deeper sense of, of that freedom The glorious freedom Of the children of God And that we would be aware of uh, And I love that still that Speaking to those cows That we would be <laughs> aware That we affect creation Around us When we walk In this glorious freedom So Father I just pray a blessing On your sons And your daughters To be able to To uh, have that Metamorphosis That transformation From being a caterpillar Into a butterfly And that they would soar uh, in, into the heights, and I, I just think of, in this is this kind of speaks of the the uh, the submitted heart, the yielded vessel, where the promise is those that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They will mount up with wings of as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, walk and not faint. And it's as we wait, and as we yield to the Holy Spirit, and as as we hear God speak to us and encourage us, like don't be afraid, you know, go for it, you know, and be free. And, uh, yeah, so, Father, I just pray maybe even tonight, maybe for some people, that the step would be just giving themselves permission yeah. uh, to be free and to have voices, and, and, to, and that you would just lead us into the wide and open spaces. Mm. Yeah,
0: thank you, Father. Yeah. Father, we do mm-hmm. thank you for what you've set us free from. So grateful yeah. for that, Father. I just pray that you would turn our eyes so that we behold all that we have been set free to become and that you would lead us into that becoming sons and daughters rather than focusing on the prison that we've been set free from thank you Father thank you for your love for us so freely given Mm-hmm. And may our lives just become that testimony of joy and freedom. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Wow, thanks, Barry.
1: Amen. Hey, <laughs> bro, that was great. I, it's uh, even though you know we're we're a little bit, uh, you know, maybe a little bit road weary with uh, a long travel days. So I, I, I just felt like the Lord really encouraged us to, at least me I feel encouraged and strengthened so
0: yeah bit ragged around the edges but cool. here we are
1: <laughs> <We'll> be back <laughs> here we are yeah.
0: So, yeah thanks everybody for joining us yeah thank you we'll be back um, next week same time same place and um, looking forward to that so yeah thanks one and all um, bless you have a good week